Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Laurie Handlers, and you're listening to an episode of Sex and Happiness, a show about your sex and your happiness. And today, we're going to be talking about how important it is to your mental health and your physical health and your overall feelings and aura, clearing them, clearing your energy body, clearing your chakras, why this is so important, and and how it can affect you. So my guest today is an expert in this. His name is Kasembi Abina, and he's been practicing for over eight years as a certified holistic practitioner and intimacy coach. Kasembi has certifications in various health and metaphysical modalities, which include Reiki, Tantra, and health coaching. Kasembi's originally from Portland, Oregon, and he now resides in Atlanta, Georgia. His company is Divine Resonance LLC, and this is the slogan of his company. Get more, live more, be more. So I couldn't be happier because that's that I'm all about get more, live more, be more. So let's introduce Kasembi Abina. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lori. Pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm just really happy to be here. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's great. I'm so happy to have you. Since we met in uh, October, we met in uh, Florida at a retreat. I've been wanting to have you on the show and talk to you about the various things that you do. So let's talk a little bit about how you got into this as a field, because I'm pretty sure, like myself, your seventh grade guidance counselor didn't tell your parents that you were going to be a metaphysical healer <laughs> when you were growing up in Portland. Good guess. Good, good, good guess. Good what guess. were you supposed to be? What did they want you to be? And then how did you turn out to be this? Oh, wow. Well, I said I wanted to be a doctor early, early on as a child. And then I somehow got myself into engineering. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You're talking about uh, opposite sides of the spectrum. Um, and uh, that, was a, that was a disaster. Um, but, you know, um, I kind of consider myself uh, a doctor of sorts now in terms of helping clients find solutions uh, and using, uh, using an aspect of holistic medicine. Obviously, I never, you know, as you, as you see on my bio, I'm not using the term doctor, but, you know, you, you really are teaming up with your clients and looking for solutions and trying different things in terms of bringing health to the whole body. Um, in terms of how I got into it. Yeah, that's the piece. Yeah, this is kind of an interesting story. So I'm in Atlanta because I came out to uh, take care of my mother who had developed breast cancer. And if I can back up for just a second, Mm -hmm. I have been, had been around metaphysics ever since college. 
which of course I, you know, got to be in, in psychology from here in Atlanta, Georgia. And, uh, you know, went to various lectures and read a ton of books and just, you know, experienced, you know, all different types of yoga and meditations and a bunch of stuff and be around indigenous African spiritual cultures and, and systems and rituals and things like that. So my, when my mother developed can breast cancer, I really, I came out here, I moved out here to, to take care of her. Uh, and she was staying with my sister. She lived together with my sister at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was when I said, okay, let me put everything that I've learned over the last 15, 20 years to use. And let me see if I can save my mother. Um, she ended up passing away seven months after I arrived in town. And I realized that the Western approach, allopathic medicine approach to cancer, for the most part, the mainstream approach, was not holistic and that it was a lifestyle choice dealing with that. The the solution is a lifestyle choice, dealing with the emotions, dealing with what you eat, dealing with exercise, dealing with your relationships, dealing with your career, your job, your work hours, your sleep, the whole nine, uh, your energetic spiritual aspect of your life, the whole nine. And when my mother passed away, it was obviously very difficult for me. Me and my mother were very good friends in addition to her being my parent and me being her son. Um, you know, when that, when, when, when a sense of mortality hits that close to home, you obviously start to ask yourself a lot of questions. And so one of the things that I've always said about death and birth and marriage is that it kind of, those, those three events in life open up vortexes of transformation for us. Mm. You know, we have opportunities on how we're going to use those. So I definitely experienced depression for a moment, but then Mm -hmm. I said, well, you know what? I have a choice here. How am I going to use this transformative energy? And I said, well, what have you been, what have you, I realized that I had not done things that, that really brought me joy. I've done things that I was pretty good at, but nothing that really brought me joy. And I said, oh, so what? Good. I just have to tell you, this is so good. I'm so glad you just changed the focus to really looking at what were you committed to. This is Absolutely. so good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and that's, and, and I think that, you know, the, the passing of my mother forced me to do that. Again, I, I felt that I had a choice. I could fall into, you know, the rabbit hole, the never ending rabbit hole, the void of depression, or I could take this moment and transform my life. And so when I looked at what really made me happy, it was the things that I had been kind of doing on the periphery for, you know, 15, 20 years. And I said, you know what? It's time for me to put my behind in this and get some formalized study. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's, yeah. really, that's great. Yeah. So that's when you actually started your true pursuit? Absolutely. That's when I started my formalized study, my true, true pursuit, you know, racking up a bunch of certificates, you know, just learning. Just, I, I just had a voracious appetite for it. And for me, I realize as well, you know, the way I've been trained, whatever modality I use for my clients, I've used on myself first. We were required to use them on ourselves first. And let me go ahead and give a plug for my, my, one of my main instructors. Uh, his name is uh, Kaya, uh, Kail Aman, and he is located here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, he's, been, he's been training for over 20 years 
He's fantastic, sensational, international Reiki master teacher and has a bunch of other modalities that he practices. And he's a phenomenal instructor. So I just want to give a plug to him and respect to him. That's sweet. That's wonderful. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, I, I always appreciate that. when people do that for me. Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. So Right, you know, I mean, because we have to realize we didn't get where we are by ourselves. It, you you know? can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't. I it, mean, it, it they say working. if you go in a cave, you can reach enlightenment. I, I don't believe that. Right. <laughs> 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 so, you know, so, so um, I first started off with Reiki, uh, the New Yusui Reiki, and then Kundalini Reiki, and then Sakum Reiki, and a bunch of different types of Reikis, and then Ethereal Crystals, and, and Shambhala, and Tree of Life, and, and uh, 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 the Karana, and then uh, Anabakoa, uh, and, and just 72 Names of God, and, and then, you know, chakra work, and flushing, and just so many things, and I was like, this is fascinating to me, and then once I started practicing, I said, this stuff actually works. Now, nothing is guaranteed, of course. Nothing is guaranteed. But I can honestly say that metaphysical practices, from meditation to energy work and healing to yoga, et cetera, to eating properly, I can say that they saved my life. Because had I not had this to fall back on, to, to dive into, I'm not sure where I would be today. Mm. My mother's passing. I'm just not sure. And that is an honest answer. So, you know, I just want to say, I want to point out to my listeners that um, somebody might be listening right now that um, that feels just the way you did mm-hmm. when your mother passed. You know, somebody might be really wondering about their own life and yeah. about the depths of depression Absolutely. that they could go into. And depression influences everything. It influences Yes, it does. Uh, not only your mood, but also how you know how you treat your body and influences your sex drive and influences Absolutely. the way what you feel like eating, which isn't so good usually, and Absolutely. how much you drink and use substances and everything. I mean, so yeah. it sounds like you're. It's like you woke up. You know, yes. you like like when you when you asked yourself the question, "Am I doing anything that really brings me joy?" Versus what I'm good at. Yeah. That's yeah. like a, that's a crossroads there where you cho- where you chose to like become a seeker down a, down a down a healing path rather than somebody who would just get lost in the in the way the waves roll. Yes, absolutely. And what I tend to deal with with my clients often is people who are at that crossroads in one in one way or another. Um, in other words followed a certain path that they perhaps felt that society or their family or their community or their church or their job or their career wanted them to follow doing all the quote unquote right things and still feeling that something was lost or something or still feeling that there was a void. And mm-hmm. that's very much where I was, uh, you know, and, and, and also, and, and also just simply having some failures and having failures because I realized, well, you know what? this is a failure because this is not me. This mm. is not me. This is not who I am. I am following someone else's blueprint. And at yeah. the end of the day, you know, we all are figuring it out each yeah. and every day. Every day we are, we, it is a process a realization. It is a process of, you know, they say there's no such, there's no such thing as perfection. 
perfection comes from the process of perfecting, you know, so we are trying to figure things out each and every day, the best that we can. So no one really has the absolute answers to your life, but you, and even in you, it's still a journey. It's still an undiscovered journey. Every day, every moment, every second is an undiscovered piece of territory that we are, we embark upon to explore. That's so good. That's a place where we're actually going to take a break. But I get that that, what you just said, that we're all in a process and a journey. I get where get more, live more, be more comes from. Like, if we're on a journey, then we can always get more. We can always live more. That's right. We can always be more fully who we are. Absolutely. So, so good. Well, if you just tuned in, I just want to let you know I'm Laurie Handler. I'm sure you know that if you've been listening to me for however many years. But uh, today I'm interviewing Kasembe Abina, who I met just a few months ago, and it was like love at first sight. We just really connected with each other on a lot of different levels. And um, I'm finally being able to get him on the show. He's going to be coming to visit me soon and do a few workshops here in Phoenix. But we'll talk about that uh, in a little while, uh, like what actually he does for for work. Um, I, I'm just happy to have him on the show. And he's an example of somebody who like followed his truth, followed what his gut was telling him, followed his intuition about things. And I'm urging you all to look inside and do that rather than doing what somebody else thought was right for you. I think that's the message of today, but we're going to talk about clearing out so that you're able to actually identify that. So stay tuned. We'll talk about that in the next section. What does clearing mean in terms of your life? That's what Kasembe is really an expert at. So stay tuned. Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright? That you don't need to earn it or prove it? You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the spiritual sexual shamanic experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to butterflyworkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to schooloftemplearts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown, take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically, 
Emotionally and Spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handlers, only nineteen ninety nine paperback and fourteen ninety nine ebook. Order your copy today by going to butterflyworkshops.com. That's butterflyworkshops.com for your copy of Sex and Happiness. My question for people right now is if you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra is safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts, and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single-dose personal packets. Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So, I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So, if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want, please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handler's on the Sex and Happiness Show. We are back with Sex and Happiness. And again, I'm Laurie Hamlin. Today I'm interviewing Kasembi Abina. And uh, he's a certified holistic practitioner and intimacy coach. And, you know, Kasembi, in the last section, I just want to say you said things I don't even know what they are. Like you talked about uh, studying things with your teacher and I know what Reiki is (laughs) and I've had Reiki sessions but you said things that I don't know what they are I got a I'm getting an echo let's see if it'll go away um you said are they African in origin okay Lori you broke up just a little bit I didn't hear what you said in terms of your question okay I'm just gonna make a note of this hang on Yeah, so my, my tech will take this out. I'll count us in again. Can you hear me now? I can. You're loud and clear. Okay. Section two, count in. All right. Um, so I, I'm going to just count us in from here. Five, four, three, two. We're back with Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers, and today I'm interviewing Kasembi Abina, who I met recently in in Florida last October, and um, you know we totally connected. And he, so when I was introducing him, we're going to talk about clearing now. Why clearing is so important? Because Sammy, I meant to tell you when you were introducing, you were giving some credit to your teacher and saying a bunch of things that you studied. I've heard of Reiki mm-hmm. and a few other things that you mentioned, but there's a whole bunch of things that you mentioned that I haven't heard of. 
right. um, that you outlined. And um, I'm wondering, are they African in nature, some of the names of things, or where did they come from, some of the things you mentioned? Uh, some of them, some of them are. Um, uh, let me first say that. Boy, let me first say that um, there is so much out there in terms of the energetic world in regard to uh, energetic modalities, energetic healing modalities. So I can kind of sum it up by saying this: when you look at universe and what we see scientists have said that basically we we see i think it's about four percent of reality <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, I, I would agree with that <laughs> yeah and, and the 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 other is you know comprised of dark matter etc and you know radio waves and all these waves and all this type of stuff so basically with that in mind the understanding is that there is so many things that we, we, that we don't know. And I think quantum physics is kind of one of the studies that's making some, that's revealing these things to mm -hmm. us, quantum, quantum uh, physics and quantum mechanics. Um, but so, first of all, there are, there are many different types of Reiki. Now, I will mm -hmm. say that Reiki, that some of the things that are being called Reiki are not really Reiki. Okay. Uh, I have to say that. Um, and it's not to say that they don't work. It's just to say that I think that people are kind of tagging on the term Reiki because it is recognizable. And yeah, I get some people do that with Tantra also. So I, you know, absolutely. Thank I you. Mean, Very good point. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, you know, right, right, right. You know, because they realize that perhaps people won't know what it is unless you give them a familiar term associated with, with right. Biology. Okay, but it sounds like it sounds like most of what you spoke about. I'm just going to try to explain it for people who, did, like myself, didn't get it or don't never heard of it. It sounds like a lot of it is very related and connected energy medicine on on what on whatever level. Absolutely, you know? that is, that is correct. Most of what I do was a master who who imparted this knowledge to you. I'm sorry, say that again, Laura. That your teacher was a master or is a master who imparted a lot of different knowledge to you from different yes. conditions. Yes, this is correct. And and I'm and I'm glad you to further answer your question, I'm glad you asked this. I don't subscribe to a particular religion. I have nothing against particular religions because I realize that people have to find their own way and everyone's path is different. And people need to be afforded the freedom to do that. Yes. Yeah. You know, whether you are an atheist or whether you're a Christian, whether you are Jewish, whether you are Muslim, it doesn't matter. You, you, you have the freedom and the opportunity to choose what you want to, to study or what, what your path of, of liberation or not is. That's up to you. Um, so luckily, uh, and I realized that when I found my instructor, I had been looking for something for someone like him for years that really had a mentality of, inclusion rather than exclusion mm -hmm. that's very important to me uh you know i just uh i think that there's there's enough segregation in the world so that 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 was very important to me so to, to answer your point again and as i'm going around it the long way here uh <laughs> <It's> okay <laughs> long story longer um what you heard what you heard uh that i have modalities that i practice 
that are a reflection of uh, the Jewish tradition, the, the Kabbalah, uh, reflection of uh, Christianity, of course, Judeo-Christianity. Um, some are Ifa related, uh, which is, of course, uh, uh, native West African spiritual systems um, and, and, and beyond. So that's, you know, some of these are just elemental uh, energies. So it's, it's things like that. Yeah. So it, it, it is, a, it is a plethora. And you, I do that too. And what my instructor has been saying for years, he said, you know, he trained us to do that because so that we could actually meet people where they are. Yes. So we I can, get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So. so now let's, let's move on to clearing. Like so yes. we want to we talk about like energy clearing, chakra clearing, yes. why it's so important. So right. tell us, First of all, what is it? I mean, I do emotional clearing. So okay. people have heard me talk about emotional release for years. Right. What is energy clearing or chakra clearing? All right. So emotion, and let me first say that emotional clearing is a type of energy clearing because, you're, because emotions hold energy. Everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything is energy. We know this. But just, just to kind of go back to our old... I guess, what is it, physics class is back in high school and whatnot. So we know that everything is vibrating. Uh, something solid is still vibrating, but it's vibrating at a far, far, far slower rate than something that is a liquid. And something that is a liquid is vibrating at a far slower rate than something that is a gas. And something that is a gas is vibrating at a far slower rate than something that is light. Okay, but everything's vibrating. Everything's vibrating. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts and everything is energy. So this this vibration means that at the core of that vibration is an energetic structure. So everything is vibrating. So our thoughts, our words, our emotions, everything carries energy. So it, it, the understanding is that in holistic health is that we are energetic beings first, not second. We're energetic beings first who reside in a physical shell. Mm. So the understanding, of course, you know, I believe Einstein said this, you know, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It simply transposes or, or is transferred to a different, you know, a different casing or it just looks different. Right. But it still exists. So with that understanding, uh, what I what I really like to impart to people is that it's very important that we take energetic clearing baths. So we started off this conversation by saying that um, that the the scientific community has basically acknowledged that we see only four percent of reality. So that's ninety six percent that we don't see. So energetic clearing is important because we are taking on in that 96% of reality, which we don't see, it is affecting us in ways that we don't see. So if you've ever been next to a person, met someone, maybe haven't exchanged a word, and you encounter them, maybe they're standing next to you in line, maybe they're, you know, standing next to you in a concert or whatever, and you're like, oh boy, this is, this just person just doesn't feel good. This is weird. They're weird to Mm -hmm. me. You're sensing their energy. Conversely, you could be next to a person, not a word exchanged, and like, wow, I, I like that person's vibe. 
that person really makes me feel good, and I don't know why. I think most of us, a vast majority of us, have had both of those instances. We felt both of those at some time in our lives. Well, I want to say that that is a result of energies that we're feeling that exist that we cannot see. Well, so so I want to just tell you something. The first time I became aware of this, mm -hmm. I was at a tantra gathering. I'm sure I became aware of this much earlier in my life, but one that stands out for me. I was at a tantra gathering and a guy offered to give me a neck massage. Mm. And after he did, I had a headache. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what just happened here? And um, my partner at the time said to me, oh, that guy, you know, put energy on you. And I went, oh, and after that, I started really being guarded a little bit about that. So, um, yeah, like if someone's energy doesn't feel right to me, now I'm really sensitive to it. So if someone's energy doesn't feel right to me, I just like move away. Yes, exactly. Because what happens is we, because we're not washing the body uh, uh, energetically as we do physically, I think most people know, you know, you want to take a a bath at least once a day. Most people do that. But we're not washing or clearing our energetic body. And, And the understanding is that if we don't do that, most things, not all, but most things have an energetic origin first. So it's energetic, then it becomes emotional, and then physical. And then physical. Yeah. So when I met you, it was the opposite. When I met you, it was, oh, I like this guy. I sat, right. We sat down next to each other. But I talked to you long before that, hours before. I walked right up to you and I said, who are you? Right. You did. You did. And, and that meeting you felt so good. And I love your energy. And it was a beautiful moment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So absolutely. Um, so what, what, what needs to happen is that we need to, all the people, places, and things that have, have energies that are not complementary to ours, or in some cases that are just straight out negative, whether it's sucking our energy, making us feel low, draining us, giving us a headache, whatever it is, and whether and these people, whether we are in situations where we're arguing with people, we're in distress at work, we're arguing with family members, with friends, everything is carrying an energy. So if we find that we are unsettled and not at peace, a good way to help to clear ourselves of those energies and of thinking about those energies of then ourselves being mad, being angry, being remorseful, or, or being, I'm sorry, not remorseful. Uh, remorseful is good to a point. Remorseful is good, but being feeling guilty and shameful. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we want to make sure that the remorse, actually, I'm glad I said that, because we want to make sure that the remorse does not turn into shame or guilt. Yeah, Those, to me, shame and guilt are useless emotions. Thank you. They're absolutely I mean, They're useful. made up by society. They're not even... They're not even real. I don't think they're real animal emotions. I think they're socially enculturated emotions used Absolutely. to control us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you get people that are that are that manipulate, they will absolutely play on that and they will use that those emotions against you. There's actually a book that I love that I read years ago and I try to talk about this. I think mean, I think this is a perfect perfect point to drop this book. It's called uh, Power Versus Force. And it, you probably, I'm sure you've heard of this, Lori. It's uh, mm-hmm. Dr. David Hawkins, Dr. Hawkins. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about power, uh, power 
shared power versus power over. It is, but it's, but it's in, in the thing, it is. And the thing that I love about it as well is that it actually qualifies uh, each emotion and, mm. it, and it, it actually quantifies each, each emotion. And it says that one of the lowest energies that you can embrace is shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and it's funny that you would say the lowest energies also because they they reside in the root chakra. Yes, exactly. And so they're used to manipulate us in the place where we're in survival. Absolutely. Which if you, if you're you're (laughs) dealing with your foundation, so if that's off, everything is off. (laughs) So how do you, so how do you do this? You, you, so you, you get aware and then you cleanse your, you cleanse yourself emotionally and you cleanse yourself like, like, I know okay. how to do emotional release. Like I right. lay on the floor and I hit the floor and I yell and scream and bang until I, right. until, until everything moves till the, till the whole, till all the energy has moved. And that's a great way to do it. I'm going to tell you another way, but that's a great way to do it because one thing that is important about that movement is that emotions get stuck in various parts of the body. Mm-hmm. So that's really, really important to move at times. And that's all. That's also like certain types of yoga are so effective as well. Yeah. But, um, what I do with energy medicine is you can take, and this is where Reiki comes in. Reiki is a feminine, uh, universal God force energy is what it's, it's how it's defined. Mm-hmm. So that it's coming from the heavens, the top down into the body. It's important because it is non-invasive. It won't hurt you. And it will, uh, slowly help to raise your vibration or increase your vibration. So in other words, when we're talking about raising the vibration, we're talking about bringing ourselves up out of those lower vibratory states and emotions of guilt and shame. And be, you know, believe it or not, anger is actually much higher than those because anger can be used as a tool to enact change. Yes, I, I. Thanks for saying that. That's like my so far. That's my favorite sentence. Um, <laughs> I I spend a lot of time stuck in anger, and that wasn't so good for me. That was like the only emotion. That was my go-to emotion. Gotcha. But what I feel now, since I've released so much of whatever I was enraged about, uh, what I feel now is that anger informs. Like anger informs me when I need to fight or flight. Exactly. Absolutely. That's a great way to state that. Beautiful. Yeah. So it just tells yeah. me there's a threat. Mm-hmm. Real. Not That's right. Bear. There's no bear in Phoenix, you know, coming to my house. Right. But, <laughs> but a real threat, like something is really threatening my well-being. Yes. Or threatening my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just threatening. And yes. so... um yeah, anger informs me that I should make some kind of move. Exactly. I should fight the threat or I should run away. Yes, do something about it. Absolutely, do something yes. about it. Yes. And you're right. Anger, anger, and anger is useful when, it, when it, it prompts us to some sort of action. It becomes it becomes a liability when we let it sit and we don't move on it. Then it, become, then it can turn into, believe it or not, depression. Depression said by several sources, is really anger tor- turned inward. Yes. Uh, so For no action, perhaps. No action. You're immobile. 
you're, you're exactly you're, you know, frozen. You're, you're frozen. You know, yeah, um, that's great. And then you start to have resent toward, resentment towards yourself because you didn't act. And then that resentment turns into self-loathing and then depression, et cetera. So, so yeah. anyway, so what you were saying, Lori, is, is absolutely correct. Um, what, but in terms of wiping away, so as, using Reiki as an example, in sessions look like kind of massage sessions without all the physical manipulation of the body and right. the hand, placing hands on various parts of the body and simply sending that energy as an attuned Reiki master teacher such as myself or attuned to various other energies that I spoke to you about and so many other others through the system of the client or of the person to cleanse their body. You can send an energy to the whole body energy field matrix. You can send it to organs. You can send it to um, the chakras, of course, and the entire chakra column. Uh, you can send it through the, the meridians. So, you know, you can send it through acupressure points, which we do in Tantra a lot. So you can send it in various places. So, and from that, the understanding is that it will help clear those things out, those negative energies out and blockages out. And then the body's own natural healing mechanism will kick in and help it to raise itself to another level. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that. We need to take a little break here. When we come back, we're going to find out, like, what kind of people come to see you, All right. um, what kind of sessions you have, and then how people can get in touch with you. And then maybe if you have a little tip. All so I'm right. just giving you, like, when we go on break, I'm just giving you a sense, a, pre, a pre-sense of, hmm, maybe there's a tip that you want to uh, offer. So. This is Lori Handlers. You're listening to Sex and Happiness. I am talking to Kasembi Abina, who regularly facilitates individual and couple sessions, workshops, group healings, lectures, and um, and he's a he's really a certified holistic practitioner and intimacy coach, and he's giving us some real inside information about our energy. And I hope you're listening up. I hope you're paying attention to this because some of it's more subtle than we may know. And this is why speaking about this is so important. So we'll be right back. So many times you've heard Lori talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Lottie Han too, meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now. As a sex and happiness coach... I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire. 
as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with the Sibian has personally increased my sexual response, and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add. Trust me on this. I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com. Or call 1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. And say Lori Handler's told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S, for men. You're listening to Sex and Happiness. And again, I'm Laurie Handlers, and I'm talking to Kasembe Abina. And we just had this really great exchange about what Reiki is, what energy is we talked about guilt and shame and how they're they're not really helpful or useful except for people trying to manipulate us they're useful for them i guess i don't give them much credit and so now we're going to talk about the kind of people that come to see kasembe or possibly see him over online like on zoom or on skype or something so kasembe like you know what would be your your typical client uh, you know, it's funny. You know how you know the old phrase: we we teach what we learn. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. You know, so um, it's funny. Most people that come to me are looking for a change and don't know where to go. They're realizing that uh, uh, what they've been told and what they've been doing, while it may satisfy those people around them, it does not satisfy them. And they're looking for their authentic joy and their authentic truth and their authentic uh, happiness. Um, and they're really looking to, they're at a crossroads. They're looking to transform their lives. So the, the, that's the typical, for me, that's the typical client, which I love because I, I just think that sometimes I daydream about this, uh, <laughs> about what type of world would we be in if if everyone was on their path and embracing their destiny. You know, what sort of world would this be if we all were really doing what we came here to do as opposed to what other people want us to do? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be, it would probably be a really great place. Um, But, you know, who knows? Like, once you're awake and and you meet people, um, who aren't doing exactly what they're supposed to do. It's like hard to not just have compassion for them and walk away. Like until people are ready to wake up, they don't. They're not. Absolutely. Gonna, we can't hit them on the head with a hammer and make them wake up. They're not going to do it. 
I'm so glad you said that. And that, that is where we, we also have to have compassion and respect for people because, okay, we may say, well, I'm here. Why aren't you? Well, there was a time when we weren't there ourselves, you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wasn't born with the knowledge that I have today. You know, I had to acquire this through experience, through reading, through, 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 you know, courses, classes, et cetera. So, you know, we have to operate with compassion. Uh, as well with that. But also, you know, going back to your question about who comes to me, also people that are, you know, dealing with depression, people dealing with stress, people that are dealing with um, a frigidity in terms of sexual expression, uh, have sexual ambiguity, uh, all those things are, are people that I, that I welcome and beyond. You know, I, I just, and I think at the core of who I am, and I've always been like this, is helping people really embrace who they are. That's really important for me, and it always has been. And it's really kind of simple, I guess, but that really is who I am. I just love to see people being who they were meant to be. You know, I think that mm -hmm. the world is, is a very interesting place, and it gives us an opportunity to learn beyond our own sphere of existence. When we see someone produce a piece of art, or music or run a business in a certain way or have a business idea that no one else has. I'm like, wow, that person has really tapped into their godhood and has produced this that may or may not be uh, completely unique, but it's unique at this time. Mm -hmm. Or they put a twist on it. Those things fascinate me. That's why I love to learn about different cultures and people and I just love to see, because to me, I'm looking at aspects of God. That's what that means to me. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, that's what that means to me. Um, I wanted to say, if I can go back real quick, Lori, to the whole thing about energy clearing. Sure, you can go back, but I need to say something to you first, which is... Please do. I, you know, I always tell people that they know their life's purpose mm -hmm. from a very early age, mm -hmm. and that society serves to muddle that yes people wanting you to do other things other than what you were placed here or placed yourself here to do yes um you know the way we study in school and what how we're urged to go on one track or another track is all counter yes counterintuitive to who we are so that you said i've always been like that like, I could say that about myself i've always been like that and i've always known my life's purpose always mm. And I say to people, you know, your life's purpose is easy. What did you always do? Why did, why did people become friends with you when you were a kid? Like when you were like four years old and someone wanted to be your friend, when you were 10 years old and someone wanted to be your friend, why, why did they want to be your friend? What walks in the door when you walk in the door? Yes. Excellent. And you just said exactly what you proved my point. You said like, I've always been like this. I always cared about people That's right. finding who they truly are. Yes. That's and so right. that's what comes in the door when you walk in the door. Like, who are these people and are they really fulfilling on their life's purpose? Yes, that is a great point. So, so true. You know, uh, you, you're so right because <laughs> I, I just love it. Even as I started uh, doing this work, um, and I looked back and I said, oh, I always wanted to be a doctor and help people. I said, well, this is not that much different. No doing now this is doing it in, in a, in a non-traditional way but this is not that much different it's still helping people from right. the core of their being so i said wow 
And I realized that probably a few years ago. So you're absolutely correct. So, you know, to the point of what is the purpose of this energy clearing and et cetera, it is wipe away all of the notions and the thought forms that we have adopted and the emotions we have adopted from other people, places and things that don't serve us and help us to give us, you know, exit strength or exit velocity from, from that sort of thinking in that world so that we can embrace who we are. Yeah. Uh, so that we're not running around depressed all the time, so that we're not as angry, so that we're not uh, 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 as unfocused um, and confused, uh, so that our physical health is better. So everything starts, I believe, with the energetic body, the slash energetic slash spiritual body first. But because it's holistic medicine, it's because we are a multifaceted four-body system, meaning physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual slash energetic, we need all of those components. Yeah, I agree. All those components. I agree. It helps to clear. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I, I tell people, I said, listen, just as you take a physical bath every day, you should be doing something spiritual every day to clear yourself and preferably twice a day. Yeah. You, you know, you, and, and just for some tips, as you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. to give a couple tips, um, walking outside and grounding yourself in bare feet in grass mm-hmm. or dirt is a great way uh, to do that, to clear yourself. Walking early in the morning is, or just any time is a great way to do that, being in the sun, um, lying next to a tree or propping yourself up against a tree and reading is a great way to do that. Or listening to music or just meditating is a great way to do that. I've been doing cold plunges. Awesome. <laughs> Woo! That's my latest thing. Awesome. Yeah, going awesome. in my pool when it's really cold, you know, wow. like 45 degrees or something, and just jumping in and then screaming. Yes. <laughs> but don't you feel so good when you come out, though? I come out, I'm all tingly, and I scream. Yeah, exactly. So it was good. You feel yeah. warmer. You actually feel warmer when you come out. It's right. It's, I did a ritual, um, an Oshun ritual, uh, which is an indigenous um uh, spiritual deity, African, indigenous African spiritual deity with a, with a friend of mine years ago in LA. We went to the river. It was, it was, now it was already cold outside. Now it was fall. <laughs> okay, I was going to say that it was already cold. <laughs> so we were dipping ourselves in the river and I'm, we were like screaming, freezing, mm-hmm. but we felt so good walking back. We just felt warm. We felt just re- completely refreshed and rejuvenated. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It was, it was incredible. It was incredible. Thank so you. Like that is really, are really, really important. So really. let's tell, we need to tell people now how to get in touch with you because we're, our time is up. So okay. how do uh, they find you? How can they contact you? And do you do long distance sessions? I absolutely, thank you. I absolutely do do long distance sessions. I do long distance energy clearings, healings with Reiki and Tantra. You can reach me at Divine Resonance. LLC at gmail.com. That's D I V I N E resonance R E S O N A N C E LLC at gmail.com. You can also go to my website, which is divine resonance LLC dot Wix site W I X S I T E dot com 
forward slash divine resonance. That's my website. Um, you can also reach me on my divine resonance. LLC is also on Instagram. You can reach Wonderful. me there as well. Okay, good. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for, um, for being my guest today. I know that soon you're coming to Phoenix. I am. And, um, and you'll be uh, offering this energy clearing, this chakra clearing se- sessions. You'll be offering sessions, and we'll do a workshop here. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. And um, I'm excited about that. And I'm really excited about you coming to Phoenix. So anyone who's listening from Phoenix, because somebody's coming to Phoenix. That's right. Reach out to me. <laughs> yeah. If you're in the near vicinity, please contact me. And uh, let me know that you'd like to come see him and yes. come to the session on March 6th. And we have more planned too, but we're not going to talk about all that right now. We're just sticking to this topic. So, Kasembe, thank you so much for being you. Thank you for being my guest today. Thank um, you, Mary. Yeah, it was really, it was eye-opening uh, in terms of some of the things that you said for me. And, I, you know, I'm always open to learning more and and feeling more into who I am and then helping other people feel more into who they are. And my listeners, I thank you all for listening. I wouldn't do this without you. There would be no point. I would just be talking to myself and um, I could just put up a soapbox to do that. (laughs) So (laughs) I love having my guests and I love having you as my listeners. It makes it all worthwhile. So this is Laurie Handler's signing off for sex and happiness today tune in next time when i'm going to have uh, a guest we're going to be talking about um power which kasambi and i touched on today we're going to be talking about power in the feminine form like what does it look like to lead from the feminine polarity different from the masculine polarity. It's going to be a a bit eye-opening because some some people confuse power over for power and they confuse power anyway. And so um, we're going to be talking about that. She's uh, really expanded and we're going to be talking together about the feminine power dynamic and what that would look like if you're an entrepreneur what that would look like in sex, what that would look like. So tune in next time and we'll be talking about that. So this is Laurie Handler saying namaste. I'm signing off. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Laurie and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh.